to the Immeasurably More Mini Messages. I'm Erin, here with my mom, Jill, and today we are talking about choosing joy, even in the midst of pain. Yes, and Lisa's episode, which you shared on Monday, was it was amazing, and she shared her story regarding her daughter, Tori, and if you have time, I say this every time, but try to go back and listen to it because I know that you'll be blessed and I know that you'll walk away with so much just like I did. And I just want to share or start, you know, our time together today, Aaron, with what you shared in the beginning of Lisa's episode. You said it doesn't matter how long we live, but how we live. And I could literally stop right there, but there's more, (laughs) but we'll come back to that. We can choose to live defined by our past or hopeful for the future. We can live in hiding or we can live in the light. We can live in bondage or we can live in freedom. We can live buried in pain or we can uproot the moments of joy found in the valley. So profound, all of those things that you shared, but I just want to zero in on the very first thing. It doesn't matter how long we live, but how we live. I learned that through your brother Hunter's life. And, you know, for the first year and a half of his life, we literally treated him like he was dying because that's what we were told. And we had no hope and we were fear filled with fear. And, you know, it was like every day, we didn't know if that would be the day. And then Jesus intervened, God intervened into our story. And then everything changed and we started to live. And when we started to live, just like Lisa shared about Tori, you know, they, their tangible way of living was they created a bucket list and they started doing all of the things with Tori. And, you know, she talked about jumping in mud puddles and doing simple things like that, simple things that children do as they're growing up. And so that was their way of living life because it was regardless of how many days Tori had, they didn't know. None. And the thing is, none of us know. Right. That's what's so, I mean, we listen to these, you know, what I just said, and we're going to sit here and we're talking about it and we always apply it to someone else's situation right? and maybe what we experienced. But the truth is it holds true for all of us and we should all live this way because none of us has promised another day. And so you know, back to that first sentence, it doesn't matter how long we live, but how we live, we don't know the number of our days. In fact, there's a verse, I think it's in the Old Testament. I'm not exactly sure where it is, but it says to number our days so that we would gain a heart of wisdom. I think Lisa, in fact, mentions this verse. And, you know, God has numbered our days. He knows the number of hairs on our heads. So he knows every single day that he's prepared for us in advance. And we don't know. So when we choose life over death, because ultimately, once God intervened into our story, Aaron, we stopped treating Hunter like he was dying and started treating him like he was living. And then we all started to live. Right. And, you know, Lisa talked about that as well, how they have such a great appreciation for the gift of life as a result of having Tori in their lives and how every day they had to choose in the midst of struggle in the midst of all that she was going through, they had to choose what Lisa says is they chose joy. And I think in choosing life and choosing joy, it changes everything. It really does. And two, I just want to say before we move on that this is not easy. 
by any means. And we are not sitting here talking to you and trying to act like it's easy to choose joy, especially in moments of pain and in seasons of pain. And especially when, you know, you look at Lisa's story or our story with Hunter, it's hard to choose joy and choose life when you really are faced with the idea of death every single day, because obviously both Tori and Hunter, the disease is fatal. And so you know that, but ultimately we know Jesus and we trust Jesus with the number of days that Hunter had and the number of days that we have. And if we look to him and who he is, we're able to live every single day with joy. And ultimately when we're choosing joy, real joy, we're choosing Jesus right? because Mm -hmm. he's the one that gives us joy. And yes, without Jesus, maybe people have moments of happiness or things that bring them joy, but ultimate joy, Mm -hmm. joy that is eternal and can be experienced regardless of our circumstances can only be found in Jesus. Amen. And, you know, I believe that's exactly what we experienced after God intervened into our story. And we started living and we started, you know, having so much joy is really what it was. And I remember someone had asked your dad's friend, Steve Tasker, you know, what is it like to go over to Kelly's? Is it really somber and sad because Hunter's so sick? And Steve was like, actually, that house is so filled with joy. They're like (laughs) monkeys bouncing off the walls. And I thought, oh my goodness, look what God did. God, in the midst of everything that was going on, allowed us to experience incredible joy. And really, that's what I miss the most. Yes, I miss your your brother's adorable, beautiful <laughs> face and so much about him. But I miss the joy that we had when he was here. Not, not to say that we haven't had joy since. Of course, we have experienced joy since that day, that season. Um, but... I do miss him being here because that's exactly what we experienced every day. And the circumstances didn't change, but God changed us. Right. He changed us in the midst of our circumstances. And I love what you said about the joy we experienced when Hunter was here, because I, I've said this to you before, mom, that those were the most joyful years of my life. Mm -hmm. And it was the first 10 years of my life. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's all I remember. That's all I know growing up was Hunter. And even him in the midst of the disease, as a little girl, I didn't see the disease. I saw beyond that. And what a blessing that was from God to be able to experience such incredible joy in the midst of such a painful circumstance. And I believe that growing up as a little kid, even like me and Cam, that God really guarded us and protected us from a lot of the pain that Hunter went through on a daily basis. And I just want to say too, mom, that you just filled our house with so much joy. And it was because you brought Jesus into every single day of our lives. You incorporated who he is. You taught us. We grew up knowing who Jesus is and learning scripture. And our house was always filled with worship, always filled with joy. And I just remember anyone, whether it was nurses or teachers or whoever it was, you made it a point to make sure that they knew that our house was going to be filled with joy. Well, and you know what? I was desperate. Right. <laughs> I was desperate for hope. I was desperate for help. I was desperate for Jesus. And so 
that was really a result of fixing my eyes on him. Like you said, it was choosing Jesus. And that's what I did on a daily basis. And it was a choice. I mean, God definitely intervened and we started to see life instead of death. Um, But it was a daily choice to choose Jesus and know that regardless of what we would face that day, he was with us and that he goes before us and that we could trust the outcome to him. And as a result of doing that, we did experience so much joy and we had so much fun. I mean, we really did. And that's what Lisa shared as well. And in addition to the joy that they experienced, they had so much gratitude mm. And I believe too, that that is something that a gift that God gave us in the midst of everything that was going on with Hunter, but still to this day is to have a heart of thanksgiving and a heart of gratitude. And that produces joy too, you know, and because we were so thankful. I, I remember such simple things that you lose sight of, you know, the fact that you can breathe, the fact that, you know that there's buds on the trees outside in the spring. The fact that the sun comes out every day, well, not every day in Buffalo, but (laughs) you know, the sun comes out and you get to enjoy a warm day. I mean, the simple things, for example, and this is crazy and I'll never forget this. We pass by mirrors all day long, right? Like we have mirrors all over our house and we just look in the mirror, (laughs) you know, to get ready in the morning or whatever. And Hunter, it just hit me. I don't remember exactly how old he was, but that he had never looked into a mirror Mm. and he was so radiant and so beautiful. And this one day I was like, oh my goodness. So I took a handheld mirror and put it in front of him and I pointed out his eyes (laughs) and his nose. And it was such a simple thing that we all take for granted. And it was one of the most beautiful experiences I had with your brother, just to show him his features and how amazing and beautiful God made him. And it makes me appreciate my own self. You know, I mean, you you learn to appreciate all of these simple things that are really not little things at all. Right. They're very profound. And I love how you talked about gratitude leading to joy because the two really do go hand in hand. They do. I mean, when you are grateful to God for everything that he has given to you, you can't help but be filled with joy. Right. And I just, I think back to when Hunter was here and that we did not take a single moment for granted. No, we We didn't. And so I think that that applies to our lives every single day. And even now, like if we think about our very breath, Hunter, he had to have oxygen in order to breathe. Right. He had to have help. And I think we, I mean, we do, we lose sight of the fact that we just, we breathe automatically. Right. It's involuntary. We We just don't even think about it. We just do it. And what a gift that is from God. And he holds every single breath we have. He numbers our days. And that is something to be so incredibly grateful for. It's just the gift of life. Amen. Another thing that Lisa shared regarding joy is this, maybe the joy isn't always necessarily in that moment, but rather in a joy deferred Mm. and what you gain as a result. And her example for that is that they have a greater appreciation for life 
Also, not only does gratitude and joy go hand in hand, but also joy and pain. And this is something you talked about in our first ever episode on this podcast. And if you haven't listened to it, I encourage you to go back. It's the first episode of season one and just how you talk about how the two go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And the reality of that is completely overwhelming. I mean, it is not easy to choose joy in the midst of pain, but we experience that firsthand with Hunter. And even since then, I know that I've gone through my own season of grief, but the memories that I like experienced because of Hunter's life, that was able to bring me joy in the midst of so much hurt. And it is hard to choose joy, to actually choose to be joyful. But, But like I said before, when we're choosing Jesus, it allows us to choose joy and life and hope right. and love and all of the things that he is. Right. And like you said before, and Lisa also said that she said, it's, it's not easy, right. you know, and some days are too much, no matter how much faith you have, you know, and she experienced that, but she said, you always have a choice in that moment to focus on the bad or focus on God. Mm. You can choose to cherish the moments and it's a moment by moment decision to choose life, to choose hope, to choose joy. And that doesn't mean, and and she never said this, you don't ignore, you know, what you're feeling and what you're going through. Her way of doing something about how she was feeling was she would write, she would go to her journals and write all that she was going through and she would share that with God. And, and so that was a powerful way for her to unload all that she was feeling. Um, But her and her husband both determined and decided together that, you know what, we're going to choose joy no matter what. Right. I think too that there is a difference between joy and happiness. Oh, and 100%. I think that in you know our world today, it's easy for people to kind of combine the two and think that they're one and the same. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for me, what I think of when I think of the difference between the two is that happiness is something that's fleeting. Right. based on our circumstances, right. something in life that brings us a momentary feeling of happiness. Like when an Amazon package comes? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We love when Amazon packages arrive, but it is. <laughs> it's really, I think happiness is something that's fleeting and based on our circumstances, whereas joy is something that's everlasting. And it's not based on our circumstances. It's based on Christ and what he's doing in the midst of them. Amen. And there are some verses that come to mind regarding exactly what you just said. And one of them is in the Old Testament. It's the joy of the Lord is your strength. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know, think of how many times we feel like I can't do this, God. Well, it's the joy of the Lord that becomes our strength right? in the midst of that moment. In addition to that, and I feel like, you know, this is almost a cliche, but it's actually a verse and it's in Proverbs. A joyful heart is good medicine. Think about that. Yeah. I mean, think about the fact that, and, and, you know, obviously medicine is, is a blessing from God and, you know, we need to use medicine at different times and different seasons, but this literally says a joyful heart Mm -hmm. is good medicine. So let's think about that. But also another one, and this is a very interesting verse. I love it. Although it, 
is kind of one of those verses where you're like, mm, it rubs you the wrong way, sort of. But it's in James, and it's where he says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Mm. And I'm like, Stop right there. Wait a minute. <laughs> okay, no. Um, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may meet, may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And I remember uh, Harrison Phillips, he used to play for the Buffalo Bills and he had, was new to the team and he read without a word, which is so crazy, like, <laughs> you know, but he read uh, without a word. And when he met daddy and I, he said, you know, after reading your book, the verse that comes to mind is the one that I just shared is James one, two through four, consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of many kinds. When I read that, I don't see that the trial is the joy at all because it's not joyful. The right. actual trial is not joyful, but what God can do in our lives and in our hearts as a result of what we're going through, I believe that's where the joy can be found. And the joy in the fact that God is sovereign and that if he has allowed something into our lives, it is for a greater purpose and that he promises to work all things together for good and no weapon that forms against us will ever prosper. So that is where the joy is. Again, back to what you said, the joy is found in Jesus um, and who he is and what he has done and what he has planned for us. And when we put our joy and our hope and our entire life in who he is, it changes everything. That makes me think of another thing that Lisa shared. The depth of my love for my daughter is not measured by the number of tears I have cried, but rather by the life I choose to live in her absence. Mm. That's powerful. I love that. I love that. The life that we choose to live matters. And it's a moment by moment decision to live and choose hope and joy. And then I want to close, Erin, with what you shared at the end of Lisa's episode. You said, even when life is a battlefield, we can choose to trust in the God who can turn our brokenness into something beautiful. Life is short. How are you going to choose to live? Life is short, which is why I long to live every single moment to glorify and honor God. And so, so no matter what we're facing, let's choose joy and ultimately let's choose Jesus. Amen. And I just want to end with prayer, asking God to help us to be filled with his joy and to choose joy every single day. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time that we've gotten to spend together just talking about you and how you have blessed our lives and how even in the midst of pain that you have brought so much joy into those moments. Lord, I pray that we would live every single day choosing you because when we choose you, we choose life and we choose hope and we choose joy. Lord, you are the author of life. And thank you that you are an immeasurably more God and help us to trust that we can find immeasurably more joy in you. In Jesus' name, amen.